on demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. Khan Tel Aviv 2019, Khan's Eurovision magazine. Good evening, welcome to Khan Tel Aviv 2019, Khan's Eurovision magazine. This is Mark Weiss with our special magazine on the 64th Eurovision Song Contest taking place at the Expo Tel Aviv. The second semi-final of Eurovision opens this evening. We'll have a report on the Shalva Band, which is performing during the interval tonight. We'll hear about a campaign to boost votes for Israel in the contest and learn about an artificial intelligence algorithm designed to generate the ultimate Eurovision song. But first, a few updates. Eighteen countries are performing in the second semi-final this evening. Armenia opens the lineup, Azerbaijan closes it, and after the voting, ten entrants will advance to the Saturday night grand final. They will join the ten qualifiers from the first semi-final, along with the six countries, including hosts Israel, who are guaranteed spots in the final. According to Eurovision Watchers, competition in tonight's show is expected to be tougher than in the first semi-final, because the lineup includes many of the songs considered favourites to win. It wouldn't be Eurovision without the pyros and the special effects. And this year is no exception. By the numbers, there are 48 stage flames, 20 fire fountains, 18 smoke jets, 10 fog machines, 8 fans, 8 confetti cannons, 2 wind machines and a fire waterfall to heat up the performances. That's some list. Finally, Madonna signed her contract for her Saturday night performance at the Eurovision final. She will sing two songs, Like a Prayer and a song from her new album. With their musical talent and affirming message, they grabbed the hearts of both the Israeli public and the judges on the Rising Star Show to select Israel's representative to Eurovision this year. The Shalva Band, made up mostly of young adults with various disabilities, advanced to the finals. But when it became clear that the Eurovision schedule would require rehearsals on the Sabbath, the band, which includes religiously observant members, dropped out. They'll be performing during the interval at tonight's semi-final. Reporter Joel Carmel caught up with Shalva as they were preparing for the show. Producers of this year's Eurovision Song Contest have packed all three shows with a star-studded lineup of guest appearances, including Madonna, Gal Gadot, Dana International and many more world-renowned names. But perhaps none of the acts is as moving and will be as well-received as the appearance of the Shava Band.
This was a short performance that the band members agreed to do at a press conference yesterday in the Tel Aviv Expo Center before going on stage tonight at the second semi-final of the Eurovision Song Contest when they will have an expected television audience of tens of millions from around the world. The band, which was originally set up as a form of therapy for its members, is comprised almost entirely of children and young people with special educational needs, and their message of acceptance of the other resonated strongly with the Israeli audience when the band competed in Israel's reality pop competition, Rising Star. The contest, produced by Keshet for Channel 12, is held annually to determine who will represent Israel at the Eurovision Song Contest. At Wednesday's press conference, Shai Ben Shushan, the band's manager, told journalists how Shalva's success in the contest was unexpected. When we started performing, he explains, nobody listened. People would just get up and leave the room. It took a lot of hard work to make it even as far as the first round of Rising Star. We had no expectations of making it all the way to the final. We simply didn't believe that we were so good or that we would be so well received. But as they remained in the competition from week to week, a problem began to arise. The European Broadcasting Union, the organisation behind the production of the Eurovision, requires that all acts take part in both dress rehearsals on the night before and the afternoon of the live show. As some of the band members are Orthodox Jews, they would not be able to participate in the rehearsals on Friday night and Saturday afternoon. A public petition calling on the producers of this year's Eurovision to make an exception for the special situation of the Shalva band and allow them to compete gained 15,000 signatures. But once the EBU confirmed that it would not bend the rules, the band ultimately decided to withdraw from the competition out of respect for the religious members of the band. I asked the band's guitarist, Sarah Samuels, about the difficult decision. Um, it raised a lot of questions. We do have band members that are non-religious, atheists, and uh, ultra-orthodox, all, and, all the, and, and um, like, you know, lighter orthodox too. But uh, at the end of the day, we believe that morals are morals, and for us it's Sabbath, but uh, everybody has their own set of morals, and um, we stuck to what we believe in, and at the end of the day, really, what made us really decide this way, it, not to, to quit, was uh, actually just thinking about staying together as uh, the most important thing to us. After their withdrawal, Israel's public broadcaster Khan, who will be hosting this year's Eurovision contest, confirmed that Shava will perform as the interval act in the second semi-final to be held tonight in Tel Aviv. In addition to the huge exposure that tonight's event will likely give them, the band produced a single earlier this month called Hadelet Tieptucha, The Door Will Be Open.
the Shalva Band, which will perform during tonight's semi-final. Israel's entry in Eurovision, the song Home, performed by Kobe Marini, has been placed low in betting tables for the grand final. In a bid to boost the vote, Massa Israel Journey, which runs a variety of study, internship and volunteer programs in Israel, has produced an online video together with Marimi, urging viewers to choose Israel, both in Eurovision and in life experience. Reporter Nomi Segel heard more about the campaign from Tai Regev of Australia, who is a current participant in the Massa Teaching Fellows Programme. So yeah, it's a campaign basically trying to promote, uh, as you said, both the program, which is called MITF and the Eurovision. So basically trying to get, uh, well, seeing as the majority of the participants on this uh, program are actually Americans and they have no say in the Eurovision. They, they're trying to uh, speak to us, myself being Australian, which does participate, and obviously all the other uh, European participants, which are basically just the British ones in this case, um, to basically try and get people to vote for Israel by using the, the platform and the, and the formats of, of the program and all their social media power uh, to basically encourage and everyone to vote for, for, for Israel. What kind of response has there been to the uh, video? Have you shared it as well? Are you getting any kind of feedback? I have, I have shared it, yes. A lot of feedback from people really all over the world. and seems to be a very positive one. seems like uh, people are really... Of course, the, the program itself is, is wonderful and really gives a lot. So people are very happy to see that. And of course, combining it uh, in that direction with the Eurovision is always a, a fun plus, I guess. Now, as you mentioned, you're Australian. Australia is participating this year. So does that put you in a bit of a pickle in terms of choosing uh, who to vote for? Well, because I'm in Israel, I can't vote for Israel because the country can't vote for itself. Uh, so I would need to probably choose Australia or a different country as well. You can't vote from, from the country that you're in. But it is fun and uh, being here in, in Tel Aviv while it's happening is definitely a big uh, carnival to, to partake in, which is definitely a lot of fun. Tai Regev on Massa Israel Journey's campaign. Choose your story, choose Israel at Eurovision 2019. What happens when the startup nation meets Eurovision? A group of Israeli high-tech and music professionals decided to explore whether there is a DNA to a Eurovision song and, if so, what makes a memorable and winning song. They fed hundreds of Eurovision songs from past contests into a deep learning algorithm composed of a melody-analyzing tool developed by enterprise software company Oracle Corp. And a lyrics analyst algorithm developed by Israeli poet and programmer Iran Hadass. It produced fragments of text and melody based on the existing songs, which were pieced together to form the final song, Blue Jeans and Bloody Tears, performed by Izhar Cohen, Israel's 1978 Eurovision winner. Digital artist Nimrod Shapira, who led the project, described it as a duet on disillusioned love. Have a listen. Bye. 
Concludes this program. This is Mark Weiss inviting you to listen to our daily broadcast on Can Wrecker, the Can website, or the Can Facebook page. Give us a like while you're there. Always have wet eyes and cry about answer. Five on the mission. I will let you go.